If you haven't heard already, it's smooth sack summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're escaped from pubes to bum. Dive headfirst into smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE. Ah, there we go. And just like that, we are at the Glass Box Studio here in New York City on this uh I don't know, it looks like a looks like a, a cloudy day. It's been raining the last couple of days here in New York City. We uh we got the whole operation back from the beach, back to the city to get the kids uh, back to school finally. And uh, with that, I say good morning and cheers. Cheers. What's going on, everybody? Optimistically cynical. I took my son to the park, and when we came home, we found his goldfish dead, which is tough situation for any parent. How do you explain autoerotic asphyxiation to a four-year-old? Jesus, dude. That's a a hell of a way to start the live stream. So uh, good luck to you on that, my friend. It was uh, it was a lot to get everyone back to the city, packing the car, packing um, a rodent, packing a dog. It was absolutely insane. Our our car was packed to the max. Um, you know, we have to bring the uh, the guinea pig uh, wherever we go. So uh, <laughs> the guinea pig was taking up half our space, which means we were all sitting on shit. I had stuff um, at my feet as I was trying to drive the car back to the city. The dog, poor doggy, who's right next to me. Hi, doggy. He's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, where the hell is the beach? Where the hell is my ball? But poor doggy, he was, yeah, this is how he drove home, basically. That's how much space he had. Doggy's like, this doesn't look like the ocean. I mean, it looks like. It looks like the ocean, sort of, but what's all these buildings? And why is the water all muddy? And is that a dead body floating on the river? Poor doggy. I feel so bad for him because now we're, now we're, you know, I mean, we get to go to the, the, the beach a lot, but uh, now he's in New York City. I can't just let him go and run up and down the beach. He's not going to be able to dig his hole all day long with his tennis ball. Look, he's depressed. I'm not. He's like, he looked out the window and he's like, I, I, this, none of this is familiar to me. Why are we back here? And I go to Doggy. I go, you know what? That's a very good question. Why are we back here? Because I don't know. I've been here two days. And uh, the one thing I've noticed is that everyone here is miserable. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's the difference between living at the ocean and living in New York City. Everyone's walking around already all robotic. I haven't seen one smile in two days. I've already had problems. It's just like, what the fuck are we doing this to ourselves? Why do any of us do it to ourselves? We all know. We all know there's a better life. But for whatever reason, we just don't do it. We just fall in line. 
first issue. I'm like, all right, here we go. Back in New York City, I'm going to get the monthly parking for the car. I'm done with, uh, you know, parking on the street, on the street of New York City. I'm done with uh, having my side view mirrors uh, stolen off my car. I'm done worrying about my catalytic converter. So I, uh, I drive into my garage. I've been there for years, although I took, you know, a couple years off because of COVID. I'm like, I'm back, boys. What do I do? I need monthly parking. They're like, we can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean you can't do that? You're the garage. You got a computer in front of your in front of your face, and I got a goddamn credit card and I got a car. So what's the problem? Oh, you got to do that online. You got to do it online. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, I'll do it online. Then the, and and uh, and then what? I come back and they're like, yup. I'm like, all right, fair enough. I was lucky enough to get a, uh, a spot right in front of my damn building. So I'm like, I think I'm safe as far as the side view mirrors go. So we go upstairs. It's late Monday night. We have so much to do, so much unpacking to do. Um, and, uh, and my wife goes online and she sets up the monthly parking for my car, our car. And we got a, uh, we got a, um, we got an account number, but I'm sitting all nice in front of the in front of the building. So I'm like, all right, I'll just wait till the morning. I got to move the car at 8 a.m. because the alternate side of the street parking starts at 8 a.m. Right. So I get up. It's around seven o'clock. The garage is open. I marched down. I'm like, here we go. Did everything online. I went like this. I did everything online. Here's my account number. Bam, right? The guy goes, um, you're not in the system. I'm like, here's my account number. I have to be. There's the computer. Here's my car. Here, I, Here's the credit card I use. Yeah, you're not in the system. And I go, Joe, this is the best part of the whole thing. I go, Joe, here's my account number. I don't know what the problem is, but I paid. Kumia destroyed you yesterday. I good Good for him. I hope it uh, fills a void in his stupid soul. I'm not going to watch a minute of it. Oh, he destroyed me, did he? <laughs> Go away. He punches the account number, and he's like, you're not on the system. I'm like, all right, Joe, but, you know, you know me. I've taken care of you over the years. Remember all the cigars I gave you when you were going on vacation? Here go to the hands again. I think you were going to the Dominican Republic, and I had a nice a nice tray of cigars, and I'm not a smoker, so I gave them to you. You remember how I, I took care of you all those years? He looked at me like I was a stranger. He's like, you're not in the system. I'm like, Joe, it's me. Like, wake up. Did they get you too? Did the city get you too? Let me check your brain. Let me check your skull for the scar. Did they, did they give you a lobotomy a la Planet of the Apes? What happened to you, Joe? It's me. I was one of your better customers. Remember the bottle of scotch I gave you? Because I don't drink scotch. Just one day, I'm like, oh, willy-nilly. Oh, thanks for getting my car, Joe. And here's a bottle of scotch. Do you remember that, Joe? He goes, you're not in the system. I'm like, Joe, can we do anything today? Because I don't want to park on the street and get my side view mirrors taken once again for the third time. He's like, you're not in the system. I'm like, I got an account number. How about you? 
let me park here so I don't have to deal with this shit and we'll figure it out later, Joe. Remember the cigars, the Christmas tips, the bottle of scotch? You're not in the system. I'm like, what do I have to do, Joe? He goes, call the office. I'm like, why can't I? Why can't you call the office? You work for them uh, because they're not open yet. What time they open, Joe? 9 a.m. It's 7 o'clock. So guess what? First day back in New York City, the kid is sitting in his car so he doesn't get a ticket from the street police. So I had to do, I had to do alternate side of the street parking yesterday. I had to do it yesterday from nine, what was it? From eight to nine thirty. And guess what? That damn street sweeper didn't come by a once. But boy, did the ticket people come to make sure you're sitting in your goddamn car. I'm like, this is like deja vu. This is deja vu. I got an account number, Joe. So I'm sitting in the car like an idiot, even though I got an account number. Joe's sitting there all nice having his coffee with his uh, feet up on a desk uh, desk in the garage. He don't give two shits about the guy that took care of him a little extra over the years. Why? Why? Kumia called you a mental patient. Okay. <laughs> I guess I get. I guess I continue to get under people's skin. <laughs> a mental patient. Okay. Good. Good for him. Good for him. Um, I've said what I had to say. I've told the truth. Truth. I've told the truth, and that's all I have to say about that. All right. Let him say whatever he wants. I, I don't respect the guy whatsoever. At least you guys are seeing the real Anthony. This is the guy that did all this shit behind the scenes for years while we were doing the the radio show together. He's a gaslighting, projecting. I would say racist that I don't want anything to do with. So let him spew his garbage all day long and let him continue to be miserable and let him continue to have problems with everybody. I think he wants to go through a world that it's very, very toxic. And I go like this, thank God I don't have to go in and see that stupid face of his. And it is a stupid face. So I'm sitting in the car. My wife's on the phone with the office because Joe said, you got to call the office. And they're like, yeah, you got an account. I'm like, all right, I'm going back to the garage. They're like, no, but it's going to take at least two or three hours to get you in the system. <laughs> this is what you deal with. So uh, we'll give you a confirmation email, and then you can finally start parking in the garage for a mere $700 plus tax a month. Oh, gee, thank you. Thanks for all that. So I sat for the hour and a half. Like I said, no street sweeper came by because, you know, the, the city was hoping that I wasn't sitting in my car so they could get their little taste yesterday. First day back in the city, go back upstairs. And now we wait for the confirmation email. But but oh, they said it would only be a couple hours. We spent the entire day waiting for the confirmation email, and guess what? It never came. So my car is still out there, and I'm, I'm, I'm nervous as all hell because I, I got to do this for a little bit longer. Then I got to take Doggy for a walk, and then I got to go see if my side view mirrors are still there. So far, that's uh, where it's at as far as coming back um, uh, to New York City besides the, uh, the cockroach. One dead cockroach, that's not bad. And the brown water, you know, coming out of all the sinks. 
and the bathtub and the showers. That that's healthy, right? Uh, a cockroach. I heard uh, Coca Cola on the floor helps get rid of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. Cockroach was just on its back, like, what the fuck? You didn't leave any food in this goddamn apartment. Dead as dead could be. And then you're like, wow, man, oh, you know, you got a dirty apartment if you got a cockroach. That's not true. Every goddamn uh, space in New York City has cockroaches, even this high up. Man, that poor little sucker had to be exhausted to, to come 500 feet uh, from, from uh, the street to try to get a, a few crumbs that we didn't have in this apartment because we were gone for three months. So um, we had that and the brown water. But that's that's normal when you live in New York City, you know. They're like, run your water a little, uh, a little bit. It might come out brown. It comes out like orange Gatorade. I mean, the amount of money I pay in city taxes and maintenance charges to live in this building, my water shouldn't be coming out like Gatorade, orange Gatorade. That's just nuts. If you haven't heard already, it's smooth sack summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're escaped from pubes to bum. That's right. This is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leader in below-the-belt grooming is making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh Dive headfirst into smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE. Look, now that my back is back to 100%, the first thing I did was grab my Manscaped razor to take care of my pubes. Oh my God, it's been a long month. <laughs> there was a lot going on down there. Love the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. It has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. By the way, it's waterproof. Did you know that? You could do this in the shower. You got the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. So basically, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to read all these bullet points. Basically, get all trimmed down and smell fresh. That's what it's all about. Oh, they got a nail grooming kit too, which I really really like. You know, for your funky toes. All right, get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE at manscaped.com. It makes a great gift, and if you're trying to support the podcast, at the very least, go to manscaped.com use the promo code opie opie that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code opie opie at manscaped.com it's smooth sack summer boys get on board or get left behind manscaped.com promo code opie oh then i was excited to uh go see matt my friend i haven't seen him in a while and uh, you know he was spending his summer on a on a bicycle, not a bicycle, on a on a, a man's bike. Um, he did some crazy ass motorcycle rides this uh, this summer, and uh, you know I wrote him like, "Yo, you're gonna be at Get Parts." He's like, "Hell yeah, it'll be good to see you." And I was uh, getting all ready to go after a busy day yesterday with the kids and their schools, and having some like insane meatless burger that I'll get into another day. It tasted like a goddamn Big Mac. 
which I announced to the table. And they're like, yeah, I know, Dad. You said that five times. I'm like, but it tastes like a goddamn Big Mac. I know, Dad. Um, I don't even know what the hell it was made of, but damn, was it good. But then I'm like going to my wife. Yo, we got to figure out the calories in this uh, meatless burger that tastes just like a Big Mac. Because if the calories are high, then I ain't then I ain't eating the meatless burger. I might as well eat a regular burger. Kids got logic. Zen. What's up, John Quartz? Because that's my deal, man. If I'm going to eat healthy, it's got to taste pretty good and the calories got to be down. But I go to my wife. I'm like, what the hell is going on with these like meatless burgers? I don't I eat them a lot. I'm like, uh, how the hell does this taste like a goddamn Big Mac? And then everyone said, will you shut up about the Big Mac thing? <laughs> I'm like, but it does. <laughs> Um, but it tastes like a burger without that horrible feeling you get after eating, eating, which I think is just all your, all your arteries hardening from all the grease. What else? Oh, epic fail to Wendy's. I'm a sucker for a good commercial, I guess, even though I don't believe in, uh, in, in commercials in general, but they were talking about their strawberry frosty all summer log. And a little known fact, uh, you know, when we do the the driving back and forth from uh, the ocean to the city, we stop at a Wendy's from time to time because it's on the way. It's nice and easy. You do the drive through, you know. And uh, we usually have the vanilla Frosties. And uh, let me tell you, Wendy's, are you listening? Your strawberry Frosty was not even close to good. One of the things we did this summer um, – was uh, we were making our own ice cream. <laughs> you know, I, I swear to you, this is, I'm not even joking. He continues with that. I will sue him. I am not even close to mentally ill, and I will sue him over that. Literally, literally, I worked with two insane people, and then they're the ones that are going to try to spin it that I'm mentally ill. Because I was brave enough to talk about a mentally ill mom because a lot of people go through life with uh, someone in their family, someone close to them that is mentally ill. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to relate to the people and tell them that I had a really hard time with a mentally ill mom. But I'm here to say, and I'm going to say it again, that uh, it was something that worried me and the rest of my siblings. So we've all been checked out for all sorts of stuff. And I'm clean as can be. There's no mental illness in this head. And I'm sorry to say. I got some touches of some weird things, and that's about it. It's a very serious thing in my family, and we've, uh, you know, we've all had, have gone through some things to make sure, you know, we're okay. And it turns out, guess what? We're okay. Sorry to say. Oh, he's just the worst. Thank God I don't have to see his stupid fucking gravel face anymore. Thank God. One of the Greatest days of my life knowing I didn't have to walk in that studio anymore with a miserable person who just wants to start crap with everybody around him. How many current fights, how many current problems does the guy have? Thank God. Anyway, Wendy's. Uh, we used to get the vanilla uh, Frosties. Loved the vanilla Frosties. Saw the commercials. Um for the strawberry frosties, finally we we pull up to a Wendy's and I'm like, I'm gonna try the damn strawberry uh, frosty. My kids go, I'm I'm not. Uh... <laughs> I 
Oh, boy. I don't know why it's been so easy for me to get under people's skin. I've done it my entire career. It's the easiest thing I can do. It's so easy. My kids from the back seat, they're like, I don't want that strawberry frosty crap, right? I want a vanilla frosty. So I'm like, all right. I, I, go, I, I say to the drive-thru, I'll, I'll take a couple of vanilla frosties. Like, we don't have the vanilla frosties anymore. We only have the strawberry frosty. So they, so they took out their best flavor, the vanilla frosty, to try to shove this strawberry frosty crap down our throats. My kids are like, I ain't trying the strawberry frosty. I'm like, well, I'm going to try. Let's see what it's all about, you know? couple things, Wendy's. Your, uh, your strawberry frosty sucks. We were making better strawberry frosties, uh, a.k.a. homemade ice cream, at our damn house. In a, in a half hour, I was making something better than your, than your, uh, your, your product. And then, and then, adding insult to injury... They give you those teeny straws. I don't even know how to explain it. You need, when you have a frosty, you need a giant, thick, goddamn straw. Think something as big as a plumbing pipe so you can get that goodness inside you. Instead, it's this thin, weak, stupid straw. And the whole ride home, I'm like, sucking my my own lung out to try to get some of the damn strawberry frosty out of the cup into my, into my mouth. Wendy's get the bigger straws at the very least and go back to the vanilla frosties, please. I'm begging you. Thank you. A frosty is not a shake. It's supposed to be eaten with a, a spoon. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad, John. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Then why do they give you the straw with the teeny weeny cutout at the end? You'll be scooping all day long. Sorry, Wendy's. Please don't sue me. Sorry, Wendy's. You know, one thing, like, I, I don't do fast food uh, restaurants in general, but, you know, you got young kids back in that world a little bit, although they um, they turn down fast food uh, more times than not, which I'm pretty happy about. They don't, they don't like it in general, but you know, if we're on the go and we're hungry, we, we will stop and try to figure some stuff that the kids do like. And uh, one observation about, um, about the fast food restaurants is like all the, all the teenage kids working with the creepy, older, greasy, comb over, pot belly, middle-aged guy. That's supervising everyone. It is so creepy to see. You want me to reconcile with E-Rock? I mean, E-Rock has reached out a couple times. We have talked about it, but, you know, he literally works for the devil. So I, I, I can't have any association with anyone that works with the devil. That works with somebody that really just wants to start shit with as many people as possible. I, I, I can't be in that world. Don't go down Ant's level, bro. You're better than him. He he wants problems with everybody. I learned that a long time ago, and he used to do it in the shadows. At least he's doing up he's doing it up front these days. Worked with a guy that was working against me the whole time behind the scenes. That's fucking nuts. Wow. Good morning. It's eleven point two seven UK time. Oh, it's a, uh, it's almost noon in in the UK. As everyone mourns the, the death of Queenie.
Cheers to the queen. Cheers. Cheers. Hell of a run. Cheers. Our whole lives, it was, uh, you know, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles, but now it's King, King Charles. Yeah, whatever. She's gone. She's gone, and now it's Prince Charles's turn. He's, he must be jumping for joy. He's been looking for this. He's been looking forward to this moment for, I don't know, I would say 30 years at this point, and now he's, like, too old to be the king. He's probably like, thanks a lot, Ma. What is he, like 73, 74? But he's an old 73, 74. He doesn't look like a young, spry 73, 74-year-old. Uh, do some background research on that family. Sickos to the core. Well, they got some longevity. They got longevity in that family. I think uh, the Queen's mum, the Queen's mum made it, I think, to 100. And then you got that quitter, Queen Elizabeth. She only made it to 96. You would think... You would think she would hold out to 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 make it to a Hyundai. Are we going to get another Elton John song? Over? <laughs> no, he's still alive. Will he? Will he play at the funeral and rework his "Candle in the Wind" one more time? That's a very very good question. And then that car. What's her name? Come see. I don't need to know these people. I don't know. Prince Charles's bitch who he was always in love with as the world was in love with uh, that that hottie Princess Diane, Princess Di. Prince Charles was uh, in love with the ugly. And now the ugly is a, is a queen. That's a crazy turn of events now, isn't it? I watched The Crown. Just a bunch of inbred, crooked, toothed, uh, drunkard perverts, B-Max says. Well, there's something to be said about that, uh inbred stuff because there's there's longevity in that bloodline my goodness my god man lizzie's in the box what's up lizzie since you're talking about it, have you ever been to england oh if so did you like it i would love to go to england i've never been i i've i haven't traveled as much as uh, i would have liked in my life um i did turkey i did the greek islands i did the uh, the athens i did the canada I did the Mexico, I did the Bahamas, I did uh, Jamaica, uh, I did uh, oh, what's that other island where you do all the all the diving? That was in a John Grisham book where the dive uh, boats take you not even a half mile offshore, and then uh, you know you get to do some diving. That was awesome. So, but I haven't. I haven't like traveled to uh, to a lot of uh, different countries. I, I would like to maybe make that a, a goal to start doing that. We are going to Aruba. That's brand new for us. Did you do Detroit? I did do Detroit. Yeah. What country? Uh, what country is Detroit in? <laughs> I did do Detroit. We didn't see Detroit though. That was part of the traveling virus comedy tour. They put us up. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was very close to where the Lions play. So we're in the middle of nowhere for that trip. So I didn't really get to see the Detroit. But, man, I noticed one thing as a, as a, we were driving from the airport to our hotel. They love their cars in Detroit. Cheers. Oh, my God. I can't remember this place. It was it was glorious. It's where it's where my wife got to dive for the first time. It was uh, it was wonderful. And then she got caught on some coral. We did a private dive with this, um, we called him a cowboy. 
because he was one of these uh, dive instructors that was like he literally was like a cowboy. He wanted to wear his cowboy hat under underwater, but they wouldn't let him. So he's taking us on a private uh, dive. Um, he takes off. I'm kind of behind him. My wife's right behind me. We're down in a, a little cavern because he's showing us some really cool shit because shit it's a private dive. Next thing I know, I turn around and my wife's struggling as she's stuck on some coral. And uh, our dive instructor, the cowboy, is long gone. He is gone. He has no idea that we're in trouble. And um, I circled back to help her out. Uh, but to tell, to tell you the truth, excuse me, she, uh, she took care of herself and she got untangled from the coral. And the guy had no idea. But I forgot the name of the place. Oh, you got to fly over uh, uh, Cuba. I saw Cuba, too, from, uh, from Key West. I think I saw it in the distance when I was at that buoy, that dumb buoy that says uh, Cuba's only, uh, I don't know, whatever, 78 miles from here. And you're like, oh, oh, that's pretty. Oh. And then you're standing like standing there like a dummy looking around because I went there by myself to Key West to that point. Then you're looking around like this, hoping someone can take your picture because it says right on the side, the southernmost part of uh, the United States of America. I'm like, oh, you know, I got to I got to get a picture of myself uh, here. So then you got to ask somebody to take your picture. Oh, God, I hate that. And we got a winner. Nick, I'm 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 Richin. What's up, Nick? Cheers, by the way. Uh, yes, the Cayman Islands. You can't say that word. You can't even. Oh uh, no, I'll get into that another day. Oh, by the way, I'm filing. I'm uh, I'm filing a police report today. What? I'll talk about that like uh, after I file the police report. But I'm filing a police report today. Today. I'll get into it. That's a little tease for a future live stream. I understand, but I'll get into the whole thing because I, I, it, it's going to take a while, and I'm not sure how much longer I can do the live stream because I got to definitely figure out the kid thing in uh, in a few minutes here. Uh, oh, I've been listening to a lot of days of the new lately. My God, whatever happened to Travis Meeks? He used to be badass, and he used to be really cool, and we hung out with him a bunch back in the day. Uh, quick Travis Meeks story. So me and Anthony were um, we were syndicated. We had a massive audience down in Philly, and we put together a live show. Travis Meeks and Days of the New. We booked them to, uh, I believe, perform after we did our our crap on stage. I believe, and I love Days of the New. Man, that's a band that should have been way bigger than they than they were and i think it's because travis meeks had some issues i don't i don't know exactly all his issues so i don't want to say it but he had some issues that really uh held the band back so days of new was uh they were supposed to perform after me and anthony did our gig in philly it was a sold out crowd everyone was loving us we were new to the philly market and they couldn't get enough of everything we did on that stage and then we introduced days of the new and they were supposed to just uh you know just start jamming to finish off the night perfectly. And Travis Meeks walks out of the stage. <laughs> Jesus. Way to not read the room. I mean, you had everyone just fired up from all this sh the shenanigans we did on stage. Travis Meeks walks out. His band is with him. And then he proceeds to take about 15 to 20 minutes 
setting up to perform. If, if my mind serves me correctly, I believe he started like lighting candles slowly and all this. And, and people at first were like, all right, you know, I, we can handle this. But it went on for so long as he was setting up before they even played their first song that people just start filing out of the venue. They basically said, F this. I never forgot that. I'm like, Travis, what are you doing? We gave you this amazing crowd. Good morning. Just joined in. I don't know if you cover this or not, but I would like to give a big F you to NBC for only airing 15 to 20 seconds of Ozzy during halftime. While they broadcast two whole Spanish songs that no one could understand during the pregame. F you, NBC. By the way, I knew Matthew Stafford and the LA Rams are a fluke. I, I, I didn't think, Stan, I'm putting you on the big screen. You're saying a lot of good stuff here. I also thought that Matthew Stafford and the Rams were a fluke, and I really didn't think they were the best team in football last year. So bravo to you. But, you know, good for Stafford getting a getting a ring. You can't take that away from him. But I didn't think they, the Rams were a powerhouse, and I didn't see the Aussie. What did I do? We Oh, God. So I flipped over to the Queen coverage on CNN. Oh, my God. Why did I do that? We could do a few more minutes, yes. And then I, I really got to go into dad mode and uh, get their breakfast, make sure they got everything for school, second day of school, and then walk them to school, kill some lantern bugs on the way, and then I got to go file a police report. Yes. Cheers. Thank you, New York City. But there's a weird thing, and I got to get it on film. I guess these lantern bugs are everywhere. I just thought people were losing their minds. So from this building to my kid's school, um, I came across this area that there's like, I want to say thousands, but it's definitely hundreds of lantern bugs all over the sidewalk. And people were crowding around and just stomping them to death. Like they were having a bad day and had to take it out on something. And at first I was like, that's really creepy. And then my wife had explained to me, those are lantern bugs. I've, I've heard of the lantern bugs, but I never saw one. And she's like, you know, and, and it's been uh, encouraged to just kill them. So there's a massive killing spree close to this building right now as everyone's just stomping on lantern uh, bugs. I guess they eat the trees or something. I don't know. I don't believe in that crap because the lantern, lantern bugs, I'm sure, live somewhere. They're not supposed to live in New York City, I, I'm assuming. And I would assume that wherever they really live, that their trees are just fine. But what do I know? <laughs> Chris, is the police report detailing the lack of combs in New York? Dude, this is the best. This is the best uh, you're going to get from my hair. I Like I said, I don't own a comb. I, I haven't owned a comb and I couldn't tell you. I don't have a brush. I don't have a brush or a comb. Uh... WBAB is the good rats at the Mad Hatter this week. Is the oh WBAB is the good rats at the Mad Hatter this week? Very good. Good rats were a, a solid Long Island band. You know, besides Billy Joel, Long Island. Wait, what are some of those Long Island bands we had? We had Billy Joel. That's the number one by far. Who the hell else? Uh, who else is from uh, Long Island? The good rats were from Long Island. Uh, tell me what you want. Zebra was from Long Island. Twisted Sister, I think, right? No offense to D. Schneider, but I'm going to give Twisted Sister second best Long Island band ever. 
But Billy Joel, yeah, Twisted Sister. There's a dramatic drop off. And isn't one of those broads from, oh, Blue Oyster Cult's from Long Island. Wait, sorry. Billy Joel, Blue Oyster Cult, Twisted Sisters. Twisted Sisters now in third place as far as the greatest Long Island band goes. Sorry. And Zebra is uh, nipping at your heels because they had a, a couple of really good songs. Joan Jett, is she from Long Island? I used to, uh, I used to, well, I still have this friend, but he moved. And he lived very, very close to Joan Jett. And I, I, I was always impressed when I drove by her house to see my friend. Like, oh, Joan Jett's house. Oh, my. Oh, my. Rainbows from uh, Long Island? No way. Oh, Debbie Gibson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Twisted Sister. <laughs> Jesus. I forgot the biggest one ever. <laughs> Mariah Carey, who went to my high school who puts the Opster in uh, in second place as far as uh, famous people that went to Harbor Fields High School. I never had a shot at the top spot because Mariah Carey went to my high school and she was friends with my brothers. Yes, uh, that is a true story. So now, sorry, you got to go Billy Joel, even though Mariah Carey sold more records, right? So I'm going to go Billy Joel, open for a discussion, Mariah Carey. Then you got to go Blue Oyster Cult, then Twisted Sister. So now Twisted Sister is in fourth place as far as uh, bands from Long Island go. Bands or like, uh, you know, musicians slash uh, singers, okay? Blue Oyster Cult. I used to see them when they uh, would sneak around Long Island. They were so huge that they would sneak around Long Island and do surprise shows as uh, soft white underbelly. But nowadays, Blue Oyster Cult doesn't have to sneak around. They could just go out as Blue Oyster Cult because their numbers have dropped a bit. Oh, the Beatles. Beatles, greatest Long Island band. So, yeah, you got to go Beatles, greatest Long Island band from Long Island, then uh, Billy Joel, then Mariah Carey, then Blue Oyster Cult, then Twisted Sister, then Zebra, then Debbie Gibson, and then Taylor Dane. Amy Fisher. Oh, Amy Fisher from Long Island. And yes, she played the skin flute. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. 